Welcome to our community of abundance-minded entrepreneurs. Join us as we meet people who believe that there is enough prosperity for everyone in the world, that collaboration is better than competition, and people who have chosen to master their own destinies as entrepreneurs. When I say community, I mean it. Our guests are here because they want to meet you. So be sure to take advantage of their invitation to connect at the end of the interview. Now let's meet another abundance-minded entrepreneur. Welcome to the Guy Who Knows a Guy podcast. I'm your host, Michael Whitehouse, and our guest today is Jeanette Burke. So she is as is quite a resume here in the media space uh, with her own podcast show, media personality, very well connected, very excited to have her on the show. Jeanette, welcome to the Guy Who Knows a Guy podcast. Thank you, Michael. Very excited to be here. So I, I have an amazing bio in front of me, which is all, of course, in the show notes. But give us some of the high points of why listeners should be as excited as I am to hear you. Well, I guess you could say I bring a wealth of knowledge and experience to the table in the media sphere, having been in media for over 20 years and on both sides of the lens or the camera. So I started out as a publicist and then I moved from being a publicist to being um, a host on internet and regular TV mainstream. And I did that for several years and then I left and I left with only 700 people following me on Facebook and absolutely no rights to promote anything of my own myself. Everything had to go through the studio. Uh, so I left and I, about 10 years ago, started Jeanette Burke Productions and I got my own crew together to film and we took over producing Jeanette's, at the time it was Jeanette's I'm Every Woman TV, but in season nine, because I'm now in season 11, rebranded to Jeanette's TV. And then when the, podca uh, the podcast came out, just when the pandemic hit. So about two years ago, we started the Jeanette's TV podcast, which is the sister to Jeanette's TV, which is a web TV series featuring in season 11 with over 500 aired episodes featuring celebrities, thought leaders, game changers, and experts in lifestyle fields. And that's kind of the highlights. And then on the side, Michael, when there's a little bit of time, I also work with clients to do media training and mentoring for when they are looking to look sound and feel their best for a camera situation to be on camera, whether it's for media interviews or because they want to film their own videos from their own phone or computer or make lives. So that's what I do. And, and some of that training also can spill over to um, speakers who present on stage, but predominantly um, it's on camera training. So does that answer that, your question? Is that the highlight? That does. That okay. is some some really good stuff. So now they're all excited too. Um, so I I you know, we have we have a varied audience. Some people are are established speakers and and know how to manage a stage. Um, but for those who aren't, for those who maybe are like, ooh, Facebook Live, I've thought about doing that. You know, we're we're not talking about me who I've gone live intentionally every day this month just as a warm-up exercise for other things I'm doing but for you know the normal people um what, what are some of the 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 things they bring you in terms of like challenges questions um obstacles to overcome to get to be ready to do a Facebook live or be on a podcast or or even be interviewed on TV 
So one of the greatest challenges they come with is that they're camera shy. And the answer to that is to forget that there's a camera there, like make the camera your friend and know how to work the angles, which is something that I can teach quite easily. The second thing is, is that, um, they don't understand the purpose of why they are actually making that Facebook live or mm. what they're going to say in an interview, in a podcast situation or a media situation, mainstream or otherwise online media. And so that's a, that's another big challenge that needs to be looked at. You have to know your why. Because you're only going to have so many minutes to articulate and express your message. And you need to know how to do it and talk in a way where you're addressing key points that are relevant to the the angle or the hook or the storyline or idea that the podcaster, the broadcaster, or the producer, or the editor, if it's written, wants to take. And that means you have seconds. So you really need to distill the essence of your marketing message. And often what that means is I have to work with you to pull that apart and maybe even help you create customized answers to specific questions that you would anticipate being asked, given that this is sort of the story idea or the hook or the line that they want to go with. And the next sort of challenge is learning how to talk in sound bites. And that is actually something else that can be taught to you and something that if you're going to go on a media tour and make podcasts and media an integral part of your marketing or even speaking for that matter, you need to learn as a professional and as a um, representative of your brand and your business, kind of like a spokesperson, how do you talk in sound bites? And sound bites really just means um, distilling like little nine second clips of what it is that is most memorable, most beneficial about what you do, who you are, what your product or service is, and how is it going to benefit the audience listening? So if the audience is listening, or maybe it's viewing, or maybe it's reading, um, how's it going to benefit them? Because at the end of the day, your job as a spokesperson building your brand and business is to communicate rather effectively and rather clearly why the audience should be interested in you. And the reason you want to do that is because those audiences are filled with potential new clients for you. And how it works is you want to be able to resonate with at least a portion of the audience because it's not reality to expect everybody who's watching or listening to become your next client. But what it is reality is that a portion of them should resonate with what you're saying and should want to get in your fold somehow, being that this is, you know, the first point of contact with you, maybe the first time they're hearing you, maybe the first time they're seeing you, maybe the first time they're reading about you. So they've become intrigued and it's on you if you're doing your job properly and working these media placements as a chance to grow your business and get new leads. It's on you to get these people, at least a portion of the audience, hooked enough that they want to take the next step with you. So I call that getting in your fold and getting on your list somehow, your mailing list, or perhaps 
um, you have a Facebook group and they'll join or something of that nature where you have an opportunity to continue to market to them after they've heard or seen or listened to you or read about you and they're already a little bit hooked, but maybe not enough on the first point of contact to actually turn over into a paying client because, you know, statistically you need a few more touch points. So, but your job is to get them interested enough to take that next step. And in fact, that's the whole purpose of you wanting to do any kind of media placements for marketing. It's because it's the fastest and best way to grow your business, given that it allows you to reach an ideal segment of the audience, which is supposed to represent who you define as a ideal client, reach them all at once and quickly, you know, capture a good percentage of them and work them up to being clients. Yeah. There's a lot of, a lot of really good stuff you have in there. Um, I, I especially like the point about that, you know, what is the next thing they'll do when they hear you? Uh, how are they going to get on your email list or follow you? Cause it's not, it's not like you're an NBA basketball player, at least for most of our listeners and people will just see you on the next interview you really need to capture them because the chance that someone will trip over you on this on a second podcast is pretty small. So you got to have that that hook there. Um, but actually, I really need to. Way, sorry if I may just interject. Yeah. The best way to get people in your fold is to have a very um, good giveaway that is so enticing they can't not want to get on your list or your Facebook group or whatever it takes to get that giveaway. That's usually how I advise clients to do it. And I also obviously media mentor and train them on what that giveaway should be and exactly when to work it in the conversation uh, so that you don't ever go on a, a podcast or media interview and seem blatantly promotional because that's not why you're there. You're there to give tangible information to the audience you're there to be relatable. You're not there to sell. Mm -hmm. You're there to be informative. Yep. But you work it in in such a way when they give you that little shameless promotion bit at the end, you know, after you've already pretty much have them hooked, that they'll want that and they'll get they'll they'll act they'll take action to get on your mailing list to get a chance to claim that giveaway. That makes a lot of sense. Uh, yeah, that, that's why I mean. I'm sure we'll we'll learn what yours is in a few minutes. Uh, with mine, people can get a, a an MP3 of my book, and who doesn't want a free audio book? So yeah, it's all about having something there that people can hook onto. Um, and but I, I'd love to, to go a little more into the the soundbite because um, yeah. you know we know about the elevator pitch, which is like 30 to 60 seconds. This is more like a falling off a building pitch. You've got the time it takes before you hit the ground to to, to share what people need to uh, to stick. So so tell tell me more about this this nine second soundbite and how you structure that and and where it appears and what it is. Okay, so it really starts with how the, the media outlet is going to structure it. So we have to understand basically how the media works and that's a complicated conversation. So I'm gonna basically tell you in one second the most important thing you need to know. Tight deadlines, they are looking to um, have a story that is going to bring readers, listeners, and viewers because at the end of the day, the media, it's in business like you and I, and they can only survive by having viewers, listeners, and readers, right? So in order to get their readers, viewers, and listeners enticed into a story, you need something more than clickbait. 
or as we used to call it, headlines, right? Mm -hmm. So it would go from the headline to what they're going to, what their idea of this story angle is going to be. And then they're going to give you nine seconds to be featured in this story. And it could be that you are part of a bigger story. They may have some other people that they're going to be um, featuring in the same segment as you or the same episode as you. In print, it could be referred to as a quote and mention. But these are killer things that you, you know, you want to get and you want to nail it because the publicity on that is still very good. And it gives you the opportunity to reach a lot of people all at once. So you still want to nail it. So what I would say in the soundbite is you need to know what is the angle they're taking. Because if you don't, you're liable to give out a piece of your message that doesn't even fit that particular storyline. So of course, that's mm. going to do you a disservice and it's not going to work at all in your favor, right? So you have to know that up front. And then the soundbite would be like the nine seconds of what your marketing message is that will fit that particular um, angle, right? So those are the nine seconds of your message that will fit that particular angle that are make it or break it seconds for you to get what you need out to the audience as part of a bigger story. Now, we often see sound bites in the news, right? So it's a little bit different than perhaps a podcast or a, a TV talk show like mine uh, because... Typically, we only feature one guest at a time, sort of like what you're doing now with me. So it's right. not going to be um, as important to get all those little sound bites down because the conversation is going to flow for a longer period of time and you're going to have more to say with more of your marketing message coming through. But when you only have those like literally nine seconds to make it or break it, you got to hone in and nail that message. And the only way you can really do that is A, by being prepared and knowing what they're expecting of you and what the bigger scheme of the day is or the bigger story here and how you make how you fit it. And that's basically yeah, it, what I work with clients to do. Because that can be challenging if you don't really know what you're doing. Or worse, if you don't really know the, I guess, the essence of your main marketing message, so many people in business go to events or go on a camera for an interview or a podcast or you know uh even if it's audio like what we're doing now they go unprepared and because they're unprepared mm. they have the tendency to say everything there is to say about their business thinking that you know, the audience is just going to be enthralled with every last detail. In fact, they're not. The quickest way to <laughs> yep. tune them out is to say too much. Because when you say everything about your business, you're going to be remembered for nothing. When you only have a nine-second soundbite, you've got to be remembered quickly. If you want any, you know, form of uh, follow-up to occur, if you want anybody to, to contact you after those nine seconds you better be spot on, right? So you have to know what you're doing and you have to know, you know, you can't just go in there unprepared saying everything there is to say. No, you got nine seconds to make it or break it. So you have to be spot on and you have to be precise for what those nine seconds need to be in the framework of what the producer, editor or broadcaster or the podcaster has told you. They might tell you, okay, today, this is what we're going to do. 
And we want you in as an expert on this. We want nine seconds on this. That is what you need to be prepared for. Hmm. Yeah, I'm, I'm reminded about my first experience on with news. I was in uh, in middle school, uh, eighth grade, and our our school had a had enacted a backpack ban, and I was working against it. And I was telling my friends, I'm working against it. I'm going to talk to the principal. And the principal said, hey, we have the local news coming in. Would you like to be interviewed? And I was like, oh, wow, this is great. I got to get to be on TV. And not knowing the importance of sticking to message, uh, they interviewed me for uh, 45 minutes and one clip made the air. And I didn't realize it because I didn't see the sh- I didn't see that when it went live, it was recorded and I was going to see it the next day. I walked into school and everyone's looking daggers at me. And they're like, we thought you were on our side. And I'm like, whoa, whoa, I was 45 minutes. I told them I'm on your side. They asked me one question in the interview. They said, is there anything good about the ban? And I was, I was like, well, I guess it lets you get through the halls faster. And that was the one thing that made the air. It was the one See, thing in opposition to everything thing. else I said. So yeah, when, and, you talk and, and, about, yeah. when we talk sound bites, it, it, it is uh-huh. a clip. It's the clip that makes it. And of course, yep. that's my point, Michael. If you are unprepared for even, like, you, you have to be able to answer all the questions because yep. you don't know which part is like you said is going to air and which isn't right because they do a lot of mm-hmm. editing and so you want to be prepared to answer as many questions as possible because at the end of the day it's those little clips that make it that that make or break you and your brand they hurt your reputation oh yeah yep. if you're not mm-hmm. handling them properly or as you kind of pointed out you could be misquoted or taken out of context and yep. now what Right. You don't get a chance to make it up. Right. So, I mean, that's what the world will see of you. And obviously, if you're a spokesperson or a business person for your company and your brand, you don't you only want to be seen in the most favorable light. Yeah. Yeah. And that's that was the lesson I learned there is you don't say a single word that's not on point, which, you know, people make fun of politicians. So they're always on the talking points, no matter what you ask them. You know, how's the weather? Well, the weather is the importance of taking care of the American people and the, the working people. And like, wait, we asked you about the weather, but that's why you don't want to be quoted about the weather. And, and you know, politician frivolously talks about rain while people starve in street. So you always say, because otherwise, yeah, they, they're, they'll try to get that counterpoint or the, hey, you didn't think he was going to say this, but. So, yeah, you always, if, if it's going to be edited, you always want to make sure that every Every sentence out of context is still is still on track, which uh, I was eleven, so I give myself some slack. But uh. yeah, yeah, you're a kid. But Michael, the other truth is, you know, it will be it will be edited, but there's also a chance it's going to be a live eye camera, right? Which means it's live Mm -hmm. or it's a live interview. And in that instance, you also still need to be very on point because there will not be a stop and start of the camera. The camera's going to roll and it's a live um, segment till they go to commercial. So whatever happens, happens. So again, you need to be on point because they're not going to cut it and start again if you flub up. Oh, yep. Hot hot mic. They're they're not going to do that, right? It's going to be what it is. And okay, perfect example. The Oscars the other night. And believe me, I've heard this at nauseam, so I wasn't really going to go here. But I think right now it's a very good example. It was a live broadcast. We saw Will Smith get up out of his seat and literally smack Chris Rock after a joke was made about Will's wife, Jada Pinkett Smith. Now, granted, 
the joke probably wasn't done properly. Like it shouldn't have been said, but Mm -hmm. Will's reaction on live TV wasn't also, it was, that wasn't a good thing either. And the thing is it made the world news unedited, right? Everybody saw it. It was a live production and it was being filmed at the same time and it wasn't going to get edited or redone. And when he was sitting down screaming, shut your F and you know the rest, mouth about my mm-hmm. wife. I mean, the international media where, you know, standards are different because standards do vary between countries of what's allowed on air and what isn't. Uh, yep. They were showing on all. I mean, you know, it's all over the internet. It's all over YouTube. Those links don't come down. This is something that you know, if you don't handle yourself properly, it's going to be there for the rest of your life. Mm, You're not living mm-hmm. it down. Yep. Does. So, so, so it's not like the, the, the takeaways of this are, are if you're being interviewed in a uh, short form, then you want to make sure that, that each piece stands alone as a soundbite. Uh, and you want to stay on your, stay on your focus and your brand and given the opportunity, don't slap a comedian on national television. Yeah, exactly. But but for sure that part about each question, you need to be able to answer it as if it was its own because you're right. It could be the only clip that gets aired. And um, for that reason, when I work with clients, I prepare them for every anticipated question they may uh, be asked. And, And the thing is, most journalists do not provide you up front with a set of questions they're going to ask you. They're not going to do Mm -hmm. that, right? So it's on you to anticipate and prepare. And the way to do that is go and look at this show or the paper or, or the podcast or the radio show and see what is the host like? What type of guests have they featured in the past? What kind of questions do they typically ask? And this is a good way to judge how they're going to treat you when you're there, what they're going to ask you. Mm. That is, that, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah. You know, it's, you can tell what they're going to do because they're probably going to do something similar. Um, so we are coming to the end of our time. And, and uh, so the question I've been eagerly waiting to ask is, I bet you have something irresistible that people are going to want to go to your website and get, at least I hope so. Cause you were, you were kind of leading up to that earlier. So what is the irresistible thing that people can go get to, learn more about you and become part of your, uh, get into your audience. Well, on my website right now. So it's just click on the website and there's a pop-up that comes up and it's a sign up to a publication I create and put out every other week. And it's the publication is a show notice about Jeanette's TV and podcast. So you'll see the latest episode and who's featured But in there, we also offer something called Dear Jeanette Media Myth Busters and On-Camera Tips, which is something, another video series I do, where I give you answers to media myth busters. So the things you commonly believe may be true about the media, which I bust, Mm. may not be so true. Um, Or it could be the opposite. You might think it's not true, and it is. And then I also give on-camera tips that are applicable to being 
on camera in any situation, whether it's, you know, for a media interview or a podcast interview, or if you're going to make those videos and lives from your own camera or your own computer. Love it. And cameras everywhere. So that's at JeanetteBurke.com? Right. And it's free. Just sign up and you'll become part of the mailing list and you'll get, you'll get that publication. It's actually called Jeanette's TV and Podcast Center Stage Show Notice. And mm-hmm. that's what it is. It's basically like an e-zine, but that's how we do it. A little different. I love it. That's some good stuff. I signed up for it myself. It looks interesting because, uh, you know, there's cameras everywhere. I got, I think there's four in this room that will put me on the internet. So it's definitely <laughs> good to to have that kind of knowledge. Um, so before I let you go, is there anything that, that we didn't touch on that you'd like to uh, briefly touch on before before we send our audience on their way? Just something that you just said. Cameras are everywhere today. We are on mm. Zoom. We have cell phones that are smartphones with us whenever wherever we go. We step into a store, we're on camera. We step into the bank, we're on camera, right? The fact is, like it or not, um, you're being watched. And you mm. are your brand. You are your brand. You are your brand's reputation. So be aware and think, like my my biggest message is think before you do. In other words, do not blindly pick up a camera and just go for it, right? That is not going to be the best for anyone. You'll probably ramble on. You'll make no sense. Think strategically. Video and media, it's a part of marketing and you should be prepared for it from creating loose scripts that don't have to be all written out or anything, just like an idea with point form. My point being is don't ever go on a camera unprepared and uh, spewing on and on. And also think about the way you look, because again, you are your brand, you are being judged. So, you know, put some makeup on, comb your hair, dress appropriately. I love it. That's all good stuff and some really great advice. Well, Jeanette, thank you for being on the show. This has been very informative to me and uh, brought back some traumatic memories of the media. But it's been very informative, and I'm sure that our audience has uh, has learned quite a bit as well. And they can avoid their own traumatic media experiences. Yes, that is my goal in life. I have uh, a goal of impacting people and making their lives better like you do. And I have that goal in two ways. One, through what I cover on my show, Jeanette's TV and Jeanette's TV podcast in terms of guests and topics. And two, because I'm also doing media training and mentoring, you know, I, I want to see all my clients, whether they're business owners, small business owners, professionals, executives shine, right? That's what it is. It's about shining on camera. And for most of us, we're not born with these skills. We need to learn them. That's why media training is so important so important and so necessary. And Michael, thank you so much for having me on your show today and for allowing me to share this uh, information because I hope that it will impact um, anyone who's listening and make a difference in their life. This has been the Guy Who Knows a Guy podcast with your host, Michael Whitehouse. This great theme song is by Patrick Howard. If you found this valuable, please subscribe, leave a review, and share this podcast. Find the full archive of all episodes at guywhoknowsaguy.com slash podcast. Check out my other podcast, Morning Motivation. 
It's a daily podcast of two to five minutes with a powerful hit of motivation and inspiration to get your day started. Morningmotivation.fun or search for Morning Motivation wherever you listen to podcasts. Join the community online in the Morning Motivation Facebook group at facebook.com slash groups slash Morning Motivation Podcast. JV Connect is coming up quick, December 12th and 13th. If you are looking for a networking event where you can meet people who aren't looking to just pitch you or take, but actually want to collaborate, build strategic partnerships, joint ventures, maybe even find some mentors, some coaches, people to support you, accountability partners, who knows? If you're looking for good people in an environment that's not stressful, but is set up to give you a lot of great connections in an efficient amount of time, check out JV Connect. JV-Connect.com. That's JV-Connect.com. December 12th and 13th, 2023. We'll see you there.